Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Tech Check. We're always trying to change things up, but before I get into that, please go to YouTube, sign in and subscribe. We really need your following there. And we're on Instagram and we're on Facebook. Please follow us. We need the follows. We want to keep this thing going. 29 episodes, people, and we still got a lot more coming. In any case, always trying to change it up. Guess who's with us today? Another guest co-host we have with us, Ambreen Mirza, who was one of the Open Boston Global Board members and is the Global Secretary for Open. So, love to introduce her, and she's going to be introducing our next guest. Ambreen, welcome on board today. Thank you so much, Farouk. It's a pleasure to be here. And I'm so excited to have uh, Mr. Mahboub Mahmoud, who is the founder of Knowledge Platform, which is one of Pakistan's leading ed tech companies. Um, they've been around for 20 years. And um, they're not only in Pakistan, but they're in Singapore and in China, providing educating people in Pakistan as well as in um, the emerging markets. So I'm going to let um, our entrepreneur uh, introduce Knowledge Platform. And, and maybe you can also tell us uh, what challenges a Knowledge Platform is solving. Thank you. It's very nice to meet both of you and to be on the show. Um, I've been watching the show a lot and really love what you're doing. So I'm delighted to be on it now myself. Uh, I used to be a corporate lawyer in New York for many years. I was a partner in a law firm. Then I helped the firm expand in Singapore and Hong Kong and Shanghai, Tokyo. And then about 20 years ago, I said, let me try to join the new technology revolution that is taking place. And I set up Knowledge Platform. So in the beginning, I was doing uh, e-learning for compliance. As a lawyer, it was kind of easy to do. And we got lots of bank clients and pharmaceutical company clients. And we set up a backend in Pakistan to develop technology, learning technologies. So we did that for a whole bunch of years. And then we were very lucky. We got an offer from Thomson Reuters. So we sold the business to them. At that time, I thought, let me try to do something more useful with my life and try to make a difference. And really, you know, whatever I little managed, I had little I had achieved in life was because of the education I got in Pakistan. So let me go back and try to see if I can do something in Pakistan. So in 2013, we kind of sh shifted after selling the business and developed a learning management system for education. We took it to China. It's been very successful there. But the real um, interesting work has been in Pakistan. Uh, and now, mashallah, knowledge platform has about, um, we have now just crossed about 260,000 learners and we also serve about 760 schools. The problem that we're trying to solve is really a very big education challenge that we have in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. And I have a, a, a slide that I can show to you that might be a little bit helpful. Um, so if you look at Pakistan's education system, we've got about 70 million kids who are of K to 12 age. 22.8 million are not even in school. Then from the ones that are in school, we have about 26.8 million in the government sector and a huge private sector, 34%, about 21 million kids in the private sector. Uh, but the level of spending on education is very low. So we, we have very limited 
ability to impact education through technology. So if you look at this chart I've done, my estimation is that only about 1 million kids have digital devices. And out of that 1 million, maybe about half a million are in the O and A level space, which we are going to be serving next year. But it's not really where the scale is, because the scale comes in where you're doing the national curriculum. So the question is, the problem we're trying to solve is, how do we reach out to such a big mass? So as you can see, there's a white striped area that's TV, a lot, lot higher TV access, and there's an inverted black triangle, which indicates latent access. In other words, parents may have a digital device, and if we can engage the parents to you give that device to a kid for a little while, uh, that will be really important. So my, in, in order to solve this problem, one of the things we've done is focus on the school sector, because when you put a device in a school, one, like we've created one laptop per school, you put in a laptop, you put a bunch of clickers, all the software and hardware is in the, uh, in the in, in installed locally. So without the need for internet, you can actually uh, teach 200, 300, 400 kids by rotating them in the smart classroom. Everything is synchronized with the cloud, so it also means that the kids who have digital access, we can reach them both through mobile and cloud. Uh, so one of the challenges we are trying to address is the infrastructure challenge and try to come up with a solution that allows us uh, our um, technology and our content to scale as widely as possible across different income segments. Another challenge is that, as you know, a lot of learning is rote learning. So we are trying to use two strategies to address that. One is games-based learning. We use a lot of games and we're you know, making learning more fun. And the second is to kind of create a, a more penumbral approach to education where we use videos, games, and assessments and give kids not only what they need to do to ace the exams, because if you don't give them what to help, to help them to stay on the curriculum and ace the exams, they won't use your stuff. But we try to do a broader content strategy so that we're also teaching them applied learning and asking questions and thinking. This will be a long journey. This is going to take a quite some doing to really make it into a really robust solution where we, on the one hand, help kids pass exams, but on the other hand, help them think for themselves. Yeah, um, that's very impressive. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the competitive landscape in Pakistan? Yeah, for, we um, feel we are the leader. Uh, there are about maybe 20 or so serious ed tech companies in the country. Um, we are probably the only one that does uh, enterprise-related solutions as well as B2C solutions. Most of the companies right now are competing in sort of direct to the customer um, education, which is part of the solution. But given that you can scale and have more impact on the, on the B2B side, you need to address both sides as well. Um, market is very early stage in the sense that uh, if you compare it with India, India probably has more than 440 edtech companies and have got, has received more than 3 billion US dollars in equity funding for edtech. In Pakistan, we have about 20, and I'd be surprised if we've received more than $15 million for edtech funding. Right. Altogether. That, okay. Um, what, are your, uh, what are your goals over the next three years um, in terms of revenue projections, where do you see it? There's been, I, I almost feel like this is kind of the moment with um, the, the coronavirus, the schools being closed, um, 
I mean, in the middle of adversity, there lies opportunity, they always say, even unfortunately. That's right. I mean, it's been kind of a scissors. It's like, I, I call it like we're running uh, in a car which is accelerating very fast, but with less and less gas in the tank. And yes. the reason for that is that we, um, what's happened is that in the last two and a half years, we got about two, uh, 415 schools that joined and we had about 180,000 learners. Now we have uh, 760,000 learners, uh, 760 schools and 260,000 learners. So we had terrific growth in the last 90 days, but also, you know, the schools that were previously using our solution in class, of course, they, they haven't been paying us. The school system is under a lot of stress, especially the low cost uh, private school system, which is a huge system of about 120,000 schools, a lot of stress. They're getting about 15 to 20% of their revenue. So that has impacted us as well. So last year, our revenue was about $800,000. This year, it will be about six hundred. dollars But we're seeing terrific growth take, taking place. So I think we will be able to provide, because we provide our solution at 100 rupees a child. So that's about 70 cents um, a child. Right. You know, so it's extremely competitive. In three years, we expect that we'll have about $9 million of revenue. Uh, so we see lots of growth taking place. I see. Um you're presently trying to raise funding right now? Yes, we um, did our first round and uh, we were very happy that it was oversubscribed. We had tried to raise 200, 250 million rupees, which was about $2.2 million at that time. We ended up raising 320, 330 million rupees. Uh, we got Beacon House, which is one of the largest school sectors, um, school systems in the country, the largest school system in the country. They have come in as an investor as well as Laxon. So that was the first round. And now we're raising between 1.2 million and, and 2.4 million for this round. This is a bridge round because we expect to do a much larger round, you know, once the revenue curve kind of comes back to where, you know, it's sort of more of a project where we had projected previously. Okay, excellent. And so what is your, what is your ask? Um, what is, you know, in terms of, uh, are you looking for advisory or uh, how much how much are you trying to raise against so we're trying to raise company? between 1.2 and 2.4 million dollars we're doing it as a convertible uh, bridge round and we're uh, we're uh, so we're going to be converting it at the next equity round um, at at a valuation that puts a floor on the business value at about 11 million and about 14 uh, and 22 million on the top end. So we expect that uh, our investors in about four or five years could get a 10 times return on their investment. Um... Well, wonderful. What, a, what a, an interesting project. And uh, we're coming to the end of our time today, unfortunately. So first of all, wanted to thank Amreen for coming in and being our guest co-host. Always like to change things up here. Mahboob, thank you very much. Very interesting project that you've embarked on and we wish you the best of success uh, for the diaspora. Look, what we're always trying to do is show you what's actually happening in Pakistan and you have people like Mahboob who are out there really trying to make a difference at the root level and also trying to improve some of the local economics. So our ask, keep watching, keep understanding. Something we don't get a lot of. We don't get a lot of feedback from folks. Look, we're posting all the time. Give us comments, give us feedback. Are there people you want us to meet and talk to? I'm always interested in finding interesting, young, new, cool concepts. So please engage with us. 
definitely subscribe to us on YouTube, like, follow and share, and definitely comment, interact with us online. And for the rest of you out there, please be well. Allah Hafiz, thank you very much, both of you for joining me today.